Hello, you are listening to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Miles Avales, and today I'm joined by a special guest. Our guest today is a graduate of MIT, where he earned a degree in mathematics. He now works as an actuary for Milliman, a consulting firm that helps companies to manage financial risk. He has been a fellow of the Society of Actuaries and served as a president from 2015 to 2016. Finally, since 2019, he has also been a council member of the Mercer Island City Council. Welcome to the show, Craig Reynolds. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So my first question for you is, what made you decide to major in mathematics? You know, it's kind of an interesting one. I went to college probably intending to be a physics major. I was I was very interested in, in uh, sciences and found as I was going through physics that it's closely related to mathematics. You got to be good at physics or math to be good at physics. So I was really kind of stumbling into a, a double major of math and physics. But once I got on to uh, quantum physics, I found that it just my brain just didn't work that way. I, I, I didn't, uh, wasn't able to, to follow the, the science in the same way that I needed to be to be really good at it. So I, I, I backed up and said, okay, I'm really good at math. I enjoy that, you know, no coincidence, people tend to enjoy things they're good at. Uh, so I, I switched to mathematics at that point. Can you describe your job and what you do on an average day as an actuary? Well, it's 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 changed a bit since uh, in terms of the environment I work in in the last two years because of COVID. Um, but um, I have a team of about 30 people or so that are working for me. I am a, a consultant and most of almost all of my clients are are life insurance companies. And broadly, what I'm doing is building financial models to help them understand how they're making money where their risks are, what sort of things can make them not make money, help them figure out how to make more in the future, and yeah. generally help them understand how to be uh, financially responsible. It involves uh, building a lot of complex computer models that will sometimes take hundreds or thousands of hours to run, you know, spread out across multiple machines, so the elapsed time is, is not that great, but they're, they're very fancy computer models. So on a given day, I'll probably spend, if I had to think about it, you know, maybe a, a, a third of my time will be talking to clients, uh, helping them to understand what problem they're trying to solve and helping them to understand what we're doing to help them. A third of my time might be actually doing some of the number crunching or reviewing some of the number crunching other people have done. And the other third of my time is either in in writing to help people understand what we what we produced or in uh uh helping to develop new business as a consultant i've got to always got to find the next client and then and the next project what do you most enjoy about your job many things um my children tell me they don't believe i'll ever retire and they might be right because i i enjoy my job an awful lot there are a couple of things that come to mind. One is challenge. I don't want to do the same thing every day. You know, it's just boring to me. And so I want things that are going to make me have to figure out new things, new ways of doing things, solve new problems in or old problems in new ways. And there's an awful lot of that in, in this work. The, I, I'm a consultant and the billing rates we charge our clients are high. And so people don't hire us for easy work. They only hire us for challenging work. And, and I find that uh, very satisfactory. The second is variety. I, I get to do 
different things and unpredictable things almost every day. I usually have a mental, if not a written list of what I'm going to do in a day when I wake up in the morning. And most days I end up doing something completely different than that because I got a call I didn't expect or or an email I didn't expect and the day evolves in a different way. So that, that's another big one. And I would say a, a third one is I get to work with some of the smartest people anywhere and I, I appreciate that the opportunity to work with smart people that are similarly dedicated to their profession. If you've ever had the misfortune to work with people who don't really care about their job or care about doing good work, it's a really depressing thing to have to be around that. And let's see, so variety, challenge, people. Yeah, th those are the, the big things I would say. Yeah. Why and how did you get involved with this Mercer Island government or the city council? My first real role in this was back in 2017 or 2018, somewhere in that area, I can't recall exactly when, when the city was facing some tough decisions about what to do with their with their budget situation. And they were trying to decide, should they uh, put in place a, a, a tax levy to help address some uh, some projected budget forecasts? And they, they put out a call for citizen volunteers to work on what they call the community advisory group to help them look at the data and, and come up with some decisions about what the city should do. I heard about this somehow or another, I don't recall through an email or a social media post, I'm not sure. And I looked at that and said, well, that sounds a lot like what I do in my daily job is, is help do financial forecasts and, and uh, figure out ways to address financial problems. So I just thought, well, what the heck, I'll, I'll volunteer for that and see if I can add some value. Um, I did and they selected me to participate in this process and I, I found a couple of things one uh that was very interesting work two it was important work i think and three is that i found there was a wide range of values among people of the community on on topics related to this so after that experience i i volunteered to be on the planning commission as well so that well that's another way that i can contribute to the city and may, maybe i'll enjoy that too and learned a lot about land use issues through that and local government is a lot about land use topics that's where a lot of these things come along and from there the the next logical thing was to to go run for the city council how exactly do you run a campaign for like a city government position um that, that was a learning process for me um generally speaking to run a successful campaign for the city council you most of the time we'll have to raise at least $25,000 or so. Um, could be done with less, depending on whether you have a, a quality opponent or not, or, or something that's actively campaigning, but around there. And that money goes towards a few things. One, developing flyers or mailers you can send out to the community. The, the second big one is probably making yard signs and things like that to go up around this community to basically get your name known. Once you've got those things done. Um, there are debates to be involved in that happen in the community, but you know those can only go so far. A typical debate will have you know 50 or up to a couple hundred people to show up, and there are you know in excess of 10,000 potential voters on the island. You got to reach more of them than that. So really, one of the most important things to do is is go out and knock on doors. I, I, I found you know, I knocked on several thousand doors when I when I ran for office. And you know, just it's as simple as saying, "Hi, I'm Craig. I'm running for city council. 
uh, want to in introduce myself, see if you have any questions or suggestions on how the city's doing, what they should do differently. And mm -hmm. by and large, I, I think voters appreciate that. They appreciate that somebody cares enough to come around and talk to them. And frankly, a lot of it is name recognition. And then you get to the ballot box, they're gonna say, oh, I remember that guy he came to the house. Didn't seem like a total toad. Sure, I'll vote for him. I actually had a few people that lived at the end of some very steep driveways that even went further and they said, anybody that cares enough to walk up my driveway deserves a vote. All right, well, thank you so, thank you so much for talking with me today. No problem, it's been my pleasure. Stay tuned here on 88.9 The Bridge for more music and conversation that spans generations. <laughs>